sincerely mean. Tange, of course. This podcast is for building a healthier you right now. From family trauma, the mom life, relationships, relation sinks, building confidence, and so much more. Still unsure whether this is for you? Stick around and see for yourself. So, I am going to talk about hypergamy, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I don't personally, I personally don't really care for it. I mean, there are a lot of podcasts, a lot of women, TikTokers, all that stuff that talk about it and teach you how to be it and all that other stuff, but what I really don't like is the way people are portraying this lifestyle to be and the people that are pushing out the wrong message about this lifestyle like i'm you know i'm gonna explain so basically hypergamy is just a way of life that tells a woman to embrace her soft nature and the goal is to quote unquote level up and use their looks their or pretty as people call it pretty privilege can't even talk to bag a quote-unquote high-value man. So, you know, if you invest in your looks, which is what a lot of them are pushing out, not too many of them are saying you need to work on anything else. They're just saying if you just invest in your looks, you will have the high-value man of your dreams. Now, what people aren't paying attention as usual when people put out stuff that they ain't got no business putting out, There are potential dangers to this, the way people are making this lifestyle scene, especially to the generation now. So that's what I'm going to talk about. So first one, they are telling you to fit a specific mold to find a quality man, like Some of them will tell you that you need to diet, you need to be a certain weight, that you need to have designer this and that and whatever. The thing is, is that not all women, because there are some women that are feminine, are into those type of things. There are women that are feminine, that are extremely girly, that have a crap ton of tattoos. There are a lot of women that don't have the obvious look of, I guess, quote unquote, what a feminine girl should look like. I've met golf chicks that are more girly than I am. Like there's, they're basically telling you to fake it till you make it type of shit. Regardless if you're being your true self or or not. Like, either you get in line or you potentially lose a relationship that, I guess, is super sought after. I guess, I don't know. But the way I see it on the flip side is that that you could possibly still lose that relationship anyways. 
if the basis of it even started was because of the way you look. Because I don't know if people forget, but like sometimes shit happens in life. What happens if something happens to that girl? What happens if you get into an accident? Like, people are trying to make this lifestyle have this one specific look. When nobody, not nobody, when everybody does not look or appear or have the same things that they're talking about. But it doesn't mean that those people don't deserve deserve these quote-unquote high-value men that they're referring to. Another issue is that a man's value is based on his wallet. And like I said with the last point, the woman, their value is based on their looks. So the man brings the money and the woman just brings herself. A man who provides everything is the best thing you could ever go after, apparently. I personally feel like Okay, not saying providing security and stability is not important. But I feel as though beyond that, his actions towards you, regardless of how much money he has, should be fucking important. I've seen men that provide everything for their partners And treat those girls like absolute garbage. Like the dust underneath their feet. Like dust. And I've seen men that have had less that worship the ground that their partner walks on. So like just because somebody has a certain amount of money and they can provide a certain type of life doesn't necessarily mean that person is the better option. I really wish people would stop selling this to people because it's getting people it's getting a lot of men and women caught up in situations that not only can they not get out of, but some of them are afraid to get out of. Uh, a high value man can provide from what they say a life of luxury, but where people don't understand is that a man that's making a lot of money is going to be busy. Men that really be on their shit and are trying to get to the bag, they're busy. So if you think you're about to have that steady quality time, I'm not saying that there aren't some men that run a lot of businesses and don't spend time with their partners, but majority of them don't really have too much time to spend with their partner. I mean, let's be serious. I had a friend that was dating this guy who had multiple kids, multiple children's mothers. And though he could afford to help my friend with bills and all that other type of stuff, nothing, he could never spend any consistent time with her. 
like at all the time was always getting interrupted somebody that is is busy will not have any time for you yes the money and that stuff is going to be nice but like if you're somebody that's like me money is not going to do nothing for you like it's just not it's not enough just like some people say that love isn't enough for enough love isn't enough of a reason to stay with a person neither is money i'm sorry money will not keep me to you it's not i'd rather struggle come up and do it by myself i've done that obviously <laughs> with my son's father and i would do that shit again if it I would have did that shit sooner if it meant I didn't have to go through the bullshit I went through. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Back to the point. The next one is um, they push the whole preference to be a stay-at-home mom over being a career woman. They say the stay-at-home mom is more feminine and the career-motivated person is just like, No. But they both are. They both can be feminine. I don't understand why it has to be either or. One life isn't better than the other one. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, cool. If you want to be a career woman with a man that still treats you like a princess or a queen or whatever it is that you prefer, that's possible. Um, what was I about to say? Men only seem to look for a, not seem to, men look for a baby maker and a cheerleader for his dreams. At least that's what it can seem like sometimes. Women who want to make more see this as letting go of their passions to be deemed more well to be deemed more worthy like the men in these situations like I said from what it seems like they're not really looking for someone to like go out and go necessarily work or do anything like they want you at home they want to take care of you they want you to support them and be there for them with you guys before anyone starts crying that is not a bad thing but what i really need people to understand is that there there are downsides to having this type of lifestyle there are plenty of stay-at-home moms that wish that they could have a break from their kids or who when their husbands get home they their husbands barely speak to them they barely help around with the chores they get criticized for like not working as fast at home or not getting stuff done at a certain time like everybody does not need to be a stay-at-home mother with these men that have this type of income or whatever the situation is like it's so important for us as women especially now 
to have, I don't want to say a backup plan, but to have your own money. Be bringing something in. You don't want to be stuck in a situation where you're with this person that treats you like crap. They don't care about you. You're always tired. You never get a break. And then you have to, you're kind of forced to be stuck and to stay there. Like, is that really what you want? I mean, I I would hope not. But again, that's just me. I didn't already went through the whole thing of giving up something that I really cared about to be more attentive to somebody who could have fucking cared less and didn't really have no goals for too much of anything. You won't catch me doing that shit again. And he ain't make no six figures. He ain't make five. Listen, none of that. Man. Anyways, the next point is it promotes a patriarchal system like in the 1970s. Marrying up was a way to secure a future. Not not everyone lives in a wonderful life in the full dependence of a man. Woman stayed because it was harder to leave. Every choice has a consequence, y'all. This life is so glamorized over the other paths that women can take. Like I previously made a point earlier. Being dependent on anybody solely is not smart, especially if you don't have your own income like it's dumb. And I stand by that. It's dumb as hell. You're shooting yourself in the fuck and you're literally putting a noose around your neck. Like, why? And my last point is, it sells dreams and unrealistic standards for women. Oh my gosh, shocker. Looking the part, like I said before, like isn't enough. Everyone is looking at the same six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure man. But the ones that may be making five, maybe four. I ain't trying to go too low. Y'all know the point I'm trying to make. (laughs) Shit. Just because this person does not have six figures, the people that might be a little bit under that, are getting overlooked. And that's the part that's baffling. Because a lot of women will prefer to be with somebody that can buy them a bag or buy them some shoes or some clothes as an apology for making them look like a fucking idiot or giving them a disease that they can't rid of like get rid of or some shit like that like a lot of people prefer somebody that could buy their way into an apology instead of just being with somebody that wouldn't even think about even doing that to you no he can't fly you out to Costa Rica every year for your birthday but he could take you to that little restaurant that you guys walk past every day. You know, the real nice and fancy one that you're always talking about. 
Maybe it's because I didn't grow up with a lot of money. Maybe it's because I barely grew up. I grew up with barely a support system. So stuff like money and trips and stuff, they're nice and everything. But I can always do those things. And if I really want those things, I could do that shit for myself. You can never... You could never replace a man or a partner that genuinely gives a fuck about what you're going through and how you feel every day. You can't put a price on that to me. But again, that's just me. I personally feel like whether you into this lifestyle or not, go ahead and do as you please. Just make sure that like you're freaking doing it because like you actually want to do it, not because someone is selling you this facade of this life that they're living because at the end of the day behind all these screens you have no idea what these people are going through you don't know you don't know and for people that are are younger because I know I do have like some people that are younger that listen to this podcast as well because I'm almost 30 as of next year so yeah but um, even if you have dated quite a few people, you, not all men are, um, not all men are looking for arm candy. Not all men are looking for a girl to dress up all the time, wear skirts all the time, wear heels all the time, wear makeup all the time. There are some dudes that literally could care less. Sweatpants, t-shirt, sweatpants, their t-shirt and your hair in a bun would do just fine for them. Like, you can call the shots. Don't let this bullshit on social media call it for you. But that's the end of this episode, so I'll talk to you guys on another episode of Sincerely Tange. See ya.